Ladies and gentlemen, the Combat Chronicles, Chapter One, Brock Lesnar. Are you can explain what the Combat Chronicles are first. Um, it's a good question. It's not Wogjitsu. It's not Wogjitsu. Formerly Wogjitsu. It now, might sound like Wogjitsu at points. It, it might a little bit. <laughs> Especially when there's a fatal episode. That's it. <laughs> I can't wait for that. This is the whole reason for the podcast. So this is the Combat Chronicles. Basically, we're going to be talking about MMA, combat sports, and the history behind it a little bit. The ins and outs of it all, the ups, the downs, the the uh, conspiracy theories. So we're going to focus on a fighter in every episode being one chapter. It'll be multiple chapters, like a chapter in a book. Yep. In this first uh, week... This first chapter, I should say, is going to be our man, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, the man. So my friend Dominic over here, he's going to read some stats and give us a, a bit of a lowdown here. So Brock, Ooh, sorry, face the mic, Dom. Oh, it's my first time. <laughs> so Brock Lesnar's had nine fights in total in the mixed martial arts sport, MMA sport. So I can't say UFC because his first fight wasn't in the UFC. But um, so yeah, in 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 an MMA organization. Yeah, so he's had he's had nine fights in total. Uh, five wins, three losses, and one no contest. No. Three, one no contest. Yeah. What was the no contest? Mark Hunt. It was overturned. Oh, it was oh yes yeah yeah I forgot yeah. about that. Oh mate, don't tell Mark Hunt. About don't that. tell Mark Hunt that. But yeah, uh, Brock. Is he still trying to sue him? No, nah, that was all settled out of court. Did he get a? Did Mark can't get a payout for that? I don't think so. No, nah, I think they dropped it all because it was just like pushing shit uphill. There was no chance of him winning. Yeah, that was. It'd be an interesting uh, thing to read, but we didn't so read it. Who's got the time? For who's that? got the ten- time? That's right, man. That, I don't even care about that fight anyway. To be honest, it was a sort of a short notice fight. It was a, a sort of like a setup fight to get him a title shot. I think him fighting Mark Hunt. Yeah, that's true. Um, because they, I think originally they wanted to give him a title fight, um, but it just didn't look good at the time because you had all your, your up and comers like yeah, Conor McGregor came, at the then time. Then he came back out to fight, want to fight DC. Yeah, yeah, that that was a DC choice though. That wasn't a Brock Lesnar choice. He came in the ring after what fight? The Stipe fight? Yeah, after he knocked out Stipe. So rumour has it that both those guys were promised a Brock Lesnar fight, whoever won it. So it was either Stipe, Stipe or DC, which is quite interesting. And you fast forward to now, they couldn't get the DC fight. Now we're going back to back again to do the Stepe fight. But it'll be interesting to see what happens as a result of that, because I've got a feeling Stepe uh, beats DC. But that's a different that's a different story. That's a different story, and that won't happen. Anyway. But our man Brock Lesnar, he has had five fights, three losses, and one no contest. And he began his career all the way back in two thousand and seven. So where do you know where he was in his wrestling career at that stage? So back in 2007, I think he was probably the second highest paid wrestler at the time. A champion? He was not the champion. So at the at the time, he was having a feud with Goldberg. <laughs> that bald-haired dude from the WCW. Yeah, man. Goldberg was the man, and he still is the man. How old is he? He's in his 50s now. 50, are you sure he's not older? Nah, he's 50s, maybe mid-50s. He just had a fight with... Uh, oh, not a fight. You don't call wrestling fights. <laughs> he had a match with The Undertaker. In, God, in, in, Sa- in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia? In an outdoor arena or yeah, something? Yeah, it was. It was like 40 degrees and it was the like botch mania. So in, speaking in wrestling terms now, like a botch is when they go for a move and they literally botch it up and someone gets really badly hurt. Oh, so it's, oh, so it's a bad thing for somebody got hurt. Yeah, so that, their ma- Goldberg's match with uh, The Undertaker was botch mania. So Goldberg went for a spear in the opening like two seconds and smashed his head into the turnbuckle busted his fucking top of his eyebrow and he was done for the entire match. Undertaker tried to choke slam him and ended up almost dislocating his own shoulder doing it and they just called the match off. It was the most I've never seen or thing. even heard that before. Yeah, it was one of the worst. And WWE swept it under the rug pretty quickly. The only time I ever remember was it like what was that one of the Hart brothers that fell from the roof back in the oh, day? Owen Hart. Yeah, he and, and he died in the ring, and everybody was kind of, nobody knew what was going on, if it was a joke or, not a joke, but if it was a part of the show or not. Yeah, it's called um, a work. So like, A work is when they know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, so it's like uh, like a work or, or no, work, uh, the work's the only one I really know, but yeah, like Charles Sonnen uses work, like, oh, it's a work, is a fix, you know, 
that wasn't a fix. That guy legit died, broke his neck, falling off the top of the cage. So there's not too many works in MMA. Is nah, there? zero. I hope. <laughs> I hope. People love to batter my beautiful pride with the, the word works and fixes and paid off. <laughs> it's not far from the truth. But our man Brock, he fought in Japan, right? So was he done anywhere? What was his, where was his first nah, fight? No, his first was fight Japan? was in LA. It was with a Japanese promotion, Dynamite. Oh, but that was in LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dynamite did like, they were famous for like the K1 cards and the big uh, New Year's Eve cards and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah, so he fought a guy named Min Soo Kim. And I don't know what Min... Oh, let's have a look what Min Soo's been up to since... Uh, <laughs> you can have a look at his fight. record. <laughs> 44 years old. Okay. Got a bit he of... was well older than Brock. Brock would have been in his 20s. Wow, he had a... Actually, his record's not too bad. He's 3-7. and seven. He's For a heavyweight, that's not bad. After How many fights did he lose after Brock? Or how well, many fights did he lost before he Brock? He won... Well, it's funny you say that. He beat... Uh, Sean O'Hare and Yoshihiro Yamamoto, which is... You mean uh, Kid Yamamoto? Nah, not Kid Yamamoto. Oh, no, different you, Yamamoto. You get it from the Yamamoto family of Yamamotos. But, fuck. Actually, he got bashed, man. So, he was 2-3 and three back in 2006 before he fought Brock. He fought Semi Shilt, Don Fry, Mighty Mo, then lost to Brock Lesnar. And then he won a fight. His next fight was you know, a win. So this guy was actually not a, a complete bum for a first MMA fight. Well, his, Brock. his first two MMA fights were against Bob Sapp and Ray Seffo, who are no slouches. <laughs> Talk shit about Bob Sapp all you want. But he, he yeah. back then, in 2005, he was And that would have been a big fight for um, Bob. That would have been huge. So Minsu didn't turn out to be the great uh, legend killer as he, he was... The Gracie uh, killer. The Gracie killer. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, it's funny, um, Brock's second ever fight was against Frank Mir back in 2008. Yeah, UFC what, Dom? 81. 81, that's right. And he lost to a knee bar. The infamous knee bar. It's pretty crazy. Like, guys never done any grappling or NCAA wrestler, but never done any jiu-jitsu or anything like that. And then he fights Frank Mir. Frank was canning that he would just lay on top of him, have his legs spread so he could dive under for that knee bar, right? Yeah, and... And that's exactly what happened, if I kind of remember correctly. And did you notice how the UFC don't ever talk about that? When you talk about Brock Lesnar, you never think about his first loss. We only think about it's the like time he beat... the the um, highlights of Conor getting beat up by Nate. In oh, they and never they, do, they, do they, they don't play that highlight, do they? They play the second highlight when he hits him and like you know nearly knocks him over. But anyway, that's, just... but that's a different story, eh? But yeah, and then... Uh, so he lost to Frank Mir by Niba, and then he won a unanimous decision. Against Heath Herring, yeah, that was a good fight. Heath is legit too. Even at that stage, man, Heath was a big pride guy. Heath fought some good guys. So that, that I remember, I remember that was the first time I'd kind of heard about Brock after the Heath Herring fight, yeah. or really kind of took notice. Because I mean, like, I guess I didn't pay any attention after the first loss to Frank Mir because that was nothing. But yeah, the Heath Herring fight was pretty legitimate. And might I add, that was in his hometown as well, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, the home of the death clutch. That's it. So, I mean, he had the home ground advantage. But yeah, one of your unanimous decisions. So he went the full three rounds. Yeah, but if I rem- I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember that fight pretty clearly. Like, And it wasn't like no fight that he was given like a gift decision or anything. No. He he, he, he definitely beat um, Heath. So at that point in his career, in 2008, he was 2-1 and one as a mixed martial artist. Now, you're a pretty... Uh, well-versed in the sport of mixed martial arts. How many fights do you reckon you need before you have a look at getting a title shot? Not Let's not... Don't worry about wins or losses. How many fights How many do you reckon? fights or a minimum of eight to ten? Eight to ten fights before a title yeah. in the largest promo- promotion, promotion in the world. In the world. E- even at that stage, in the early days of the UFC, like, at least five. At least... F- in the UFC. Well, would it surprise you if I told you that his next fight was against Randy Couture... At UFC 91 for the UFC heavyweight title. No, it definitely doesn't surprise me. But the biggest thing it doesn't surprise me with is that um, maybe because it was the heavyweight belt. and the heavy, like How many heavyweights are there even today? There aren't many, but still, they've got more than three fights. Yeah, I know. But actually, I think the heavyweight belt's part of being passed around more than any other belt. Is that true? I'll probably say the light heavyweight belt. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon way more, different, way more champions. I mean, you always... You can always like you can, you can sort of look back and count the heavyweights on one hand, whereas the light heavyweights. If we were to start from John Jones no, and no, go but back, but Jones has been a reigning champion for a long time, and then you had like superstars like Shogun. 
But there was a period in the light heavyweight division where I think it, the title changed within like three fights. It was three separate fights and three separate title changes. It went from Rashad to Rampage to Rashad Shogun to Machida. To Machida, yeah. But since then, it hasn't changed a whole lot. So if you look at it over like the last 20 years, let's say, or the early 2000s, yeah. or not even the early 2000s, 2008, 2009, the last 10 years, the heavyweight belts probably changed hands more frequently. This is what, so yeah. there was... You had Randy to Brock, and then what? And then then Brock Ford. He defended that against Shane Carlin. He defended that against. Who else did he defend it against? He, yeah, he defended against Shane Carlin, and then he had the Overeem fight after the Shane Carlin fight. But he'd lost the belt. So where did he lose the belt then? Because he didn't. Or he. I he vacated the he belt. May have vacated it. Yeah, because he got the sickness. Uh, that sickness. Diverticulitis. That's the one in his stomach. I was going to say, because yeah, that fight with um, Overeem wasn't for a belt. So I've got the records here. So there's been twenty, um, not twenty champions, but twenty defenses of the heavyweight title, right? And for the light heavyweight, there's been. Hold on, let me get my scroller going. Well, it's been fourteen, so you'd be you're pretty spot on. The gypsy, he's never wrong. <laughs> the gypsy is never can't, wrong. He can't be wrong. Nah, but I just like you're right though. It did change hands super frequently. Yeah. And then pretty much since the Machida era and then Shogun. Because Machida and uh Shogun fought twice. The first fight was real close, the second fight, Shogun knocked him out, then Shogun defended against uh Jones, John and Jones. then that happened, and then it's been consistent since... It's been Jones since then, yeah? Well, if you want to DC. DC yeah, Jones yeah. and DC. But yeah. I mean, it's been consistently been thin. But yeah, the heavyweights kind of like chopped and changed. Look, I've had a champion like Stipe Miocic. Like, what the... I still don't rate him. Oh, it's hard. Uh, you know it's what? He, he, he's, he, he, he makes me wrong every time. I'm happy to be wrong, yeah. but I still don't rate him. I'm, I'm looking forward to his next fight. I really am. Uh, just the height difference alone. I, I can't believe how big a height difference it is. But let's uh, let's let's take a trip down memory lane. UFC ninety one. We've got uh, Randy Couture, who was the natural at the time, still is the natural. The natural versus Brock Lesnar, who is juiced out of his mind here. Um, let's uh, get the gypsy's reaction on how this one. Yeah, played so out. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch this fight and we're gonna react to it live for you. So if you want to join the log on fight pass, we're watching UFC ninety one at the moment, and we're gonna kind of go back and look at some of Brock's fights here. I, ne- I never got to watch any of these fights because uh, I was too poor to afford Foxtel. But ne- thanks to UFC Fight Pass, we can go- take a trip down memory lane. Thanks for the whole ten dollars a month, right? Like, look at Brock here. Like he's at his, he's huge. Look at Randy. Like Randy was a lot heavyweight. That's crazy, man. Like yeah. they don't even look like they're the same. Like in the same, they don't even look like they're one weight close apart. Look, and Brock's had that penis tattoo on his chest for years, man. And Randy's this got that concave chest. Here we go. Kind of like George Sideropoulos. <laughs> Shout out G-Sorts. <laughs> Here we go. They're about to touch gloves. Yeah, look. I don't... Yeah. Do you miss the sponsors on the shorts? I do miss the sponsors on the short. I miss the sponsorship everywhere. I think those guys lost a lot of money because of those sponsorships. But look at this, man. Like, Randy's kind of tiny up. He's, like, working his dirty boxing. And I guess, like, what? Is Brock going to fire a knee here? I don't remember this fight too much, to be absolutely honest. There we go. Brock fires the knee. You know what I mean? Like... You know, he, he, he doesn't look comfortable unless he's got a hold of someone. And I think I think Randy, this is Randy's game. Like he was, a, uh, was it Greco-Roman? Is that was his style, or was it freestyle? He's a freestyle. Oh, but he wrestler. was an Olympian, right? I think he tried. I don't think he got into the Olympics. But you know, this is this is Randy's position. He loved this over under sort of setup. But Brock, man, look at those arms. Man. Yeah, but look at the size f- of his back. He was like on a fucking whole nother level, dude. The like, all juice diet, man. The all juice the diet, and and like at this stage, like was it even testing? Well, this is not even that old. What year was this? Two thousand and eight. Is this two thousand and eight? Yeah, two thousand and eight. So I started like religiously watching the UFC in two thousand and nine. That was my well, last year of high school. I was only a little boy. I was only seventeen. You were only seventeen. Two thousand nine. I was a bit older than yeah, that. Just a couple of years older. But like, yeah, I mean, like Brock got hit there, and it, like, you know, Randy kind of hit him nicely, and he didn't flinch too much. Actually, he looks, I think, he he looked kind of comfortable. I think that, that after that fight with Velasquez, that kind of fucked him up. Who? Uh, Brock. Brock getting yeah, hit. yeah, absolutely. That changed him. 
Because that, that was that would change. That would change anybody. Was that before the Overeem fight? Uh, that was before the Overeem fight. Yeah. That's all. Oh, or did he lose? Did he lose the? Yeah, the he lost the there. title. Yeah, he Sorry, lost the title. Yeah, to I was wrong. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get called out on that. Or yeah, somewhere. but that doesn't matter. But yeah, no, he lost it to in the fucking Mexican showdown. Now you got Brock pressing Randy up against the cage. What do you think Randy's thinking right now? He's thinking, "Fuck, why did I take this fight?" Yeah, but you know what? Now that they're kind of close Ball. together, he doesn't look all that. He's tall. Randy's tall though. Yeah. Yeah. So he's... he doesn't. He doesn't look tiny. But like Brock's back. I mean, Brock's on him now, and like Randy has him in like, in like half guard. It's yeah. not even a half guard. He just kind of got like a the bottom hook over like Brock's leg. But Brock can't even pass. No, he's just not trying to. Doesn't look like it. But he's not even trying to beat him up. There oh, we he's go. moving a mount. He's trying to go mount now. Nah, mate. I've seen white belts in the gym have better control move to mount than than Brock just did. Gee, oh, Randy's on top Randy now. Just he just swept him. How, how did Randy turn that around? He just swept him. Look, he's got the the ankle grip there, and he's pulling him down up against the cage. Brock's starting to gas here. Brock's man. starting to gas. He's gassing hard. That's the thing, folks. Steroids don't give you cardio, mate. They're beach muscles. Like that eat up oxygen. There like, we I go. don't pretend to know about science, but I know that they're no good. All strength jiu-jitsu right now. But Rock he, is just he did on hit top. the battle ropes lots in those cut scenes for in the death his own death clutch. Gym, Man, right? if it wasn't for battle ropes, what would, CrossFit wouldn't exist. I think I think Brock was the person who introduced me to battle ropes. Me too, me too, hundred percent. Watching those cut scenes I was from like, the UFC. That is the best thing ever. And then I did it, and I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, you were in the Renegade video. Were you doing it in the Renegade video? I was. I was in the pro. I was a promo boy back in the day. It's like the yeah. 2010. The, was that the open the gym open? Yeah, right? it was. It was one of the first videos, but. Didn't you? And you hit the hit the tie with the sledgehammer. Did that too, Brock. I was Brock Lesnar back in the day. I was basically the Western Suburbs version of Brock Lesnar. You are you. You are a Just, wrestling fan who come to MMA. I literally wanted to draw a penis on my chest, but um, yeah. Do you think he's got that lasered off by now? No, he's keeping it, man. He loves that shit. So if anyone doesn't know, Google Brock Lesnar and just look at his chest tattoo. It looks like a giant penis, but it's actually a set of knuckle dusters with uh, a sword. What what I feel like should be like a real scary moment in this fight with Brock on top of Randy or on anyone is not really that great. I mean, Brock just can't control. For someone so big and who, who wrestled in his life where your whole point was to get him flat on their back, he can't keep Randy down. Like, he yeah. can't keep him flat. He has no control. This is like the second or third time Randy's got up from the bottom when Brock has been... But this is... This is... This is you got to keep in mind. This is Brock Lesnar's third ever MMA fight. Yeah, but he wasn't a striker, Dom. He was yeah, always a wrestler. So that's if there's true. anything you should be able to do is have a base from the top, right? I just wonder how hard people were pushing him at the gym at the time. Like, who was in the gym with him, absolutely smashing him away? Pat to, Barry, who's about five foot nothing and a kickboxer. Yeah, but hey, I would think he would have wrestlers. That's his. That's his background. He must have. Had, I think he had a couple of guys from the Ultimate Fighter. At you know what? Think about it too. Like in all the all the fighters yes. that have been wrestlers, what's one thing you can always count on that they'll smother you from the top, right? Hundred percent. Even if they can't punch or kick. Look at this. Randy's trying to pick up one hundred and thirty-two kilos of just pure juice. Oh, gone in the second round. Jesus Christ. I mean, it was it was an uneventful first round. It was boring. Like, it was you bad know, shit. Actually, do you know what? It wasn't that uneventful because Randy uh, defended. All, everything Brock gave him, and I'm not even going to say threw at him because I don't even know if Brock really even threw a punch. That one didn't or look two, like nah, he didn't, right? But he couldn't just control from the top. Like that was the that was the crazy thing. Look at him; he's got no idea. Yeah, he's he looks got fucking no gassed. fucking idea. This guy. Look at like he's taken for everyone who can't see, which you can't because you're listening to us. But he's taking these massive breaths in the corner, sitting on his chair, and he doesn't even really look comfortable. And I guess like coming out into this second round, which I don't really remember this fight. I remember the outcome, and I, a, I remember there was lots of clinching, like, and that's about all I remember from it. It's pretty interesting. He's got Robert Drysdale in his corner. Yeah, because Robert Drysdale used to be the jiu-jitsu coach at um, Extreme Couture. That's crazy. Yeah, but I don't even know if Drysdale. Oh, I think Drysdale would have had his own gym because Drysdale's got a world famous jiu-jitsu gym out of Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, but he, they must cross. Tra- they must cross train. Maybe yeah, at the time. This at, is at this time. is a long time ago now. Here we go. Randy looks fresh as anything. Brock is sweating like a pig. Look at him. Yeah, Brock he, Brock, he doesn't even want to be there coming into this second round. Murray Yamasaki, no. the worst referee of all time. <laughs> the love heart man. Oh, God, he's shit. <laughs> Look, I mean, Oof. oh, that was. I've seen kids throw a better jab on their first night. Oh, oh, he's oh he, just, he just rocked Randy 
with an yeah. elbow, kind of John Jones style, like where it comes across his. He used it as a punch, not even like as a. He didn't mean that. He didn't mean that. He just got lucky. There's no way, man. That's years of training. He's done like five minutes of training at this stage. I'm surprised Randy wanted to tie him up. But Randy's thing was dirty boxing. He hasn't thrown a punch yet, by the looks of it. Well, I mean, that's one thing Brock has done well. He doesn't want to get punched. So he's using that overhook kind of like in this fight while he presses against him, right? And look at that head control. You got to think too. This, this was uh, this is a massive pay per view. This drew. I think this was the first time UFC drew over a million pay per views. Wow. I mean, and it was just the this fight. This was the first time that he headlined a fight too. I would say main card, main, main event. card, yeah, main event, yeah. I'd say so. Oh, hold on, no, unless UFC. Nah, yeah, this this would have been because he'd only lost that. Oh, and he just landed this big knee on on Randy. I don't know. I'm He's getting not... confident. There we go. Look at that. Ooh, slip slip and move, but Brock, boom. Randy's got to throw some kicks. They didn't throw a lot of leg kicks back in the day, did they? Oh, yeah, but I think they was worried about getting taken down. But I'm like, fuck, what you saw from Brock in the first round, he's got no control. No. I'm, I'm surprised how how little control he had earlier on here. I mean, the worst I ever saw him control someone, really, was Mark Hunt. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Do you know, like, who else did he control? I mean, he mounted Shane Carwin in that yeah. first round and yeah, kind of gassed himself, gassed himself out. out. But yeah. besides that, I don't really remember... Please tell me if we're wrong in the comments below. Yeah, like, Rock, share, and subscribe, subscribe. as always. <laughs> like, like you know, if you if you can remember a time where Brock was just dominating constantly from the ground, and I'm just talking about control, like especially anyone who's done any jiu-jitsu or wrestling before, I'm like, you, if you go, guys go back and have a look at even just the highlights from this fight, like, Brock had no control. He, he looked all over the place. That said, Ren- what fight was this? He's what, his fourth? Third, third, third ever. M- yeah, MMA third. fight? Randy's looking pretty good here. He's actually looking really good. I think Randy was comfortable that he knew that Brock couldn't throw a great punch and that, like, he, if he couldn't control him on the ground, he couldn't throw a punch, and he can't submit him, what can you do besides push him around a cage? No, nah, nothing. And, and that's all Brock's done. He's kind of, like, let Randy lean on him. But see, like, even here, he's, Brock's not fighting for an underhook. He's going for an overhook. I don't nah, know. he's tying up that overhook just so he doesn't get punched because he just fucking hated to get punched, right? Here we go. There we go, oh, knee. Muay Thai, Muay Thai. Yeah, Here we go. All right, they're back in the center of the cage. That good old Bud Light yoga. Oh, oh what was that? What? I think was that an uppercut? I don't, I don't know. Look, there's Brock, the hammer punches. Brock is hammering the shit out of Randy Couture right now. I don't now. think I've seen anyone over, throw over, those over, over, over. Light ass hammer punches. Look at this. Oh, my God. He's, oh, that was... Come on, man. That is... Bullshit. Do you know what? If I saw that fight, I, I would fight that Brock Lesnar. I'd call up Foxtel and ask for my 60 bucks back, man. That's ridiculous. I, I would not pay for that. <laughs> I would get in the cage with that Brock Lesnar. That doesn't scare me. And people might say I'm talking shit. If you told me tomorrow I had to go and fight that Brock Lesnar, I'll do it. So if there's anyone out there who's got contacts with Brock Lesnar, please send me the details. I'll pay the money. What we'll scares find a me way. is fighting in front of that many people. Oh, we'll do it in the gym. We'll do a Gracie style. Oh, 100%. In the that, gym. Does, that doesn't scare me. He'll do it too. No cameras. Doors locked. Mate, he can't control me. Like, what could he do? Overhook my arm. Lucky. As long as I don't cop an elbow to a face or a knee. He liked a knee breaking the end of that clinch, yeah? Wow. That was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's watch this. Here we go. So what? He slips a jab and gets caught with a cross. There's a cross over the top of the ear. Like, what's that called? Yeah, the equilibrium. Ear. Equilibrium. There we go. And I think that's what it was, because he didn't drop like... I mean, he didn't like stanky leg like he was out. Because he's... Look, and then what happens is Brock drops him, he jumps on him, and then just repeatedly hammer fists him from side control. And it was like the weakest fucking hammer fist you've ever seen, to be honest. And it's safe to say after this fight, this is when he became the biggest star in MMA. Yeah, well, you now have the UFC marketing machine saying like, oh... You just beat the, the heavyweight champion and, I mean, Randy Couture, a legend in the sport, right? Yeah. So, like, what else? What other better promoting do you get? And he's still a star in wrestling at this stage, right? He's still, he's still probably... Is he still wrestling? No, no, no. So he was the second biggest star in wrestling at the time. All right, back in the... We're talking okay, early so, but, but is he still the second biggest star in wrestling even during this time? Do you yeah, think? I'd say so. Because um, you got to remember, too, you can, you can look it up. A lot of... Um, fight videos and stuff or fight events a lot of WWE stars there. you had guys like The Rock The Undertaker you had Goldberg there you know you had guys coming to these events and supporting it and I remember a couple of times WWE actually posted saying Brock Lesnar's fighting at this time and date 
whatnot. So they were sort of co-branding with each yeah, other. Yeah, because what would have happened is Brock would have still been under contract with the WWE, F, whatever it was called at that stage. Yeah. And they would have got money out of Brock fighting here. They would have had to give permission to Brock to fight. Same way that Connor fought Floyd. Yeah. And I heard the breakdown was something like the UFC got 70% of his purse and Floyd got 30%. Uh, no, sorry. The UFC got 70% of Connor's purse and he got 30%. Connor got the 30%. Which was still a fuckload of money because the UFC had to sign off for him fighting. Yeah, hundred percent. So I guess that's why they were promoting it. After that Randy fight, Brock went on to defend his UFC heavyweight championship against Frank Mir, who'd previously beaten him by Nibar. So this was a rematch. What two fights? <laughs> How many people two fights gonna... later? Yeah, he gets a rematch this close, especially when you lost. Well, if I was Frank Mir, I'd take yeah, this look fight. How good condition Frank Mir looks too. So this is UFC 100. This was a huge card. What? Uh, GSP fought Tiago Silva on this card. Just just to give you an idea of pay per views. Right? BJ Penn fought who on this card? I know Bisping was on the fight on the card against oh, Dan Bisping. Henderson. Well, that's probably the greatest knockout since like the Masvidal. It's exactly the same. He caught him and then jumped on him and was criticised like Masvidal. So did this this pay per view did 1.3 million buys. We're talking about UFC 100, yeah. Yeah, UFC 100. Open it up. Let's let's give a quick rundown on the card. Because I'm pretty sure GSP fought Tiago Silva. Thank you. Not Tiago. Not Tiago Silva. Um, whatever. I'm, I've got it wrong. Someone's going to call me. All right. So. Do, do I start from the bottom, work my way up? Yeah, just the main main card. All right, the main card, middleweight, Yoshihiro Akiyama versus Alan oh, Belcher. sexy Akiyama. John Fitch. That was a good fight. That was a good fight, actually. John Fitch versus Paulo Thiago. Yeah, that wasn't great. Dan Henderson versus Michael Bespain. And GSP versus Thiago Alves. Thiago Alves, not Thiago Silva, I apologise. Yeah, so GSP was a champion back then. So, you see, that fight was a welterweight fight that overranked this fight. Yeah. They used to put the heavyweights on top of the card. So, whoever the heavier fighter was for the title... Except on this card, right? No, Brock was at top. Oh, still Brock was at top. Sorry, Brock, I thought Brock you were reading the way you were reading it. Okay. Bro, John Jones was on this card. Yeah, who did he fight? Jake O'Brien. Yeah. How did it end? Was it Crucifix? Uh, modified guillotine choke. Uh, okay. Which is, a, which is a polite way of saying really sloppy guillotine choke. When they call it modified. Was he on the... It was on the... Prelims. Damn, he was on UFC 100, huh? I don't yeah. remember that. Absolutely so, don't remember that. Because it was a big thing. He was the only fighter to be on UFC 100 and UFC 200, but he never made it to 200. But that's another episode. John Jones is another episode. John Has Jones to be. Has to be. Wow. Brock Lesnar standing right here. We've just got UFC 100 rolling with his fight with... Uh, about to start here with our mate Frank Mir. He has an MMA record of 3-1. and one. <laughs> He's the cha- current UFC heavyweight champion. And that one loss was to Frank Mir. That Nima. one loss, yeah. And he's about to... Well, actually, I won't spoil how this fight plays out for anyone who's really Just excited. in case you didn't know. Just in case you are living under a rock at the time. Which I actually wasn't a fan of MMA back then. Man, I just can't believe in how good shape Frank Mir was and how big he got after this. Because Brock introduced the massive... Um, like, the birth of the huge heavyweight. Yep. So, Frank Me put on a lot of weight after this. Shane Carwin got huge after this. They didn't get huge. They were already huge. Yeah, but they... Oh, yeah, okay. But they stayed huge, and then they cut all cut down. So, like, you you like you look at Frank here, you know, he's got he's, he's got these ankle wraps on. Like, he's he wants one thing, and it's a submission, yeah? Jiu-Jitsu, black belt, very high-level black belt. One of the best in uh, MMA heavyweight history. And he's history. got a sick perm, too. Look at those curls, man. Ooh. They get the girls. Here we go. Like I'm, oh, oh, he rolled straight. He, he rolled straight Roland for that Niba. Like Brock clinched with him, and he rolled straight underneath him. Look at that. He's got uh, that. He's got the leg over the shoulder. That's a Kimura. Uh, that was a Kimura setup. There's no nothing technical about this right now. Nah, it's just scrambling. It's just like, Brock. So look at this here. Brock's got a bit better control from the top here. Like he's he's got a bit of a rape choke going on there. Like, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa! Zombie shit. choke. He's got a choke. zombie choke. Sorry, a zombie choke. Zombie there. choke. But he still can't hold anyone. Like I'm not even gonna pretend it's hold to, hard to hold it. Sorry, that it's easy to hold a jiu-jitsu black belt down, especially someone as seasoned as Frank Mir. But yeah, but Brock Lesnar's 130 kilos, man. Look at the size of yeah, him. His back is back massive. massive. Oh, Jesus. I think is he's bigger in this fight than he was in the yes. last fight. We yeah, just 100%. Yeah. I reckon this At, what's the time difference? What year is this? Uh, so this was a year later. This was in July. 2009, yeah? Yeah, 2009. Yeah, I saw this card. This is crazy. I remember watching this card. Frank Mir's got sort of like a lockdown set up on the bottom, like a like a 10th Planet style. Shout out to our buddy Frank. <laughs> Shout out to the 10th Planet. 
Well, yeah, Brock's but, got his head in his chin now and he's just trying to drive forward. Doesn't really know what he's doing from here. He you still can doesn't tell. know what he's doing, yeah? You would think. And also, hey, to be honest, I'm actually really surprised. This is how scared Brock was of getting punched. He's st- he's still wants to be in his guard on the ground with Frank Mir. It's surprising, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Because I wouldn't want to be here. He just doesn't want to be standing, I don't think. Nah, that's how scared he was of getting hit. Well, I, I don't know what what's happening right now. It's not... It's not jiu-jitsu, it's not wrestling. He's sort of got like a reverse headlock on him on top in half guard. And now he's just throwing punches at his armpit by the looks of it. I don't think it he's hitting his look, face. Is he even really hitting him? Like, I mean, he. Th- this is how basic he's, he, let's call it grappling. He doesn't have a submitting set, set up. The only reason he's still in half guard on top of Frank Mir is because Frank Mir's holding the half guard, yeah, not exactly. because he's staying there. You know what I mean? Exactly right. Frank doesn't really want to force a scramble because I think he knows Brock will just... Yeah, spaz out on him, and, and that's where probably Brock wants to be. And like, then he's got like this four-year-old headlock that a dude on the street would put on you when he's just like kind of. Have you ever been punched in the armpit before? No, I don't know why he's doing it. Again, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start punching people in the armpit. See what it's like. It must be soft. If someone gets you in caught in their half guard. Oh, I'm gonna start punching out the shit out of their <laughs> armpit. I don't, I don't know, like. I just can't believe how basic his top game. Like, looking at it now, maybe because like you know I'm an expert grappler and stuff, and I know a bit more. <laughs> that, but like this, this just doesn't look appetizing in any way. And I mean, but to, but then again, to be honest, Frank Mir's been lying on his back for approximately three minutes. So, but I think that's got more to do that he refuses to let go of the half guard. I think if he let go of the half guard and got to his side, he might have got up out of this. Hundred But maybe he doesn't want to let him pass to here. So for everyone who can't see again. Like, Brock's just kind of laying in side control, but still caught one leg in half guard, but he's pretty much in... Oh. He's gone for that armpit again. Yeah, I don't know Dude. what that... Oh, here we go. Now he's hitting the body. That's better. Yeah, he's like... He's not even like little... going body, body, head, though. He's just working Frank's body. And what's that going to do from the ground? Like, is he hoping that, like, that's going to let out? Like, it's just let... an awkward position for... Like, he's not passing, he's not getting swept, and his weight is just in a really good spot at the moment. So I don't... I don't see how anyone's benefiting from this. He's probably on the sc- he's up on the scorecard. That's probably about it. Well, yeah, if, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, we, we should remember that too. There is a fucking there is a scorecard in MMA, and he's definitely scoring in MMA well, here. Back in uh, two thousand nine, I'm sure the judges were experts in grappling and all sorts of uh, martial yeah, arts. I guess like you, I don't even know if you call this grappling though. I mean, like you've just got oh, Frank Mir on the bottom. Brock got his. He's got his hand over his mouth now. Yeah, Look at that. that. Can you in MMA? Yeah. Oh, man, no touching of the hair on the face. That's my one rule. Two rules, actually. But, yeah, he's got, he just had his hand in his mouth and shit. What? Over his mouth or in his nah, mouth? No, it was I like his, his like, little finger went in his mouth. That's fucked. I don't know. Here we what? go. Oh, there you go. Look, he's full palming him in the what? face. He's still doing that, uh, quote-unquote, zombie choke. Zombie. Zombie choke. Here man, we go. But then again, look, I'm, look I'm, I'm, I'm riding him off, but for four and a half minutes, Frank just got pummeted with these... Pillow punched hands that Bisping used to have, that now Brock has like in his face. Look, look at Frank's uh, left knee. Look how much tape he's got. I reckon he went to this fight injured for sure. I, I just maybe you know what that might be real true. That's probably why he's locked him down in the half guard. His knee is so he, taped up. He didn't up. move from the bottom. He didn't even try to switch hips and come yeah. out. He probably doesn't have any power in that knee to sort of elevate him up, which is what he probably wanted to do. Elevate, go underneath, and roll for the knee bar. Look, 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 when he comes out of his corner, just check out how much tape he's got. I've never seen that much tape in an MMA fighter. What about G-Sots? G-Sots, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> G-Sots. The one who didn't get his chance. The one who didn't. You never went on... A, not many two fighters go on a streak like that. Ten fights, was it? Yeah, that's crazy. That's but I mean, more like... But like, he was the only other fighter legitimately that I can think of that come out dressed up in that much... Tape. Um, tape, Yeah. And like purely for jujitsu to to be able to catch a grip on it, right? You know what I miss? These like corner shirts. The corner shirts are so good. Like back here, like they got all the sponsors on it. They got yeah, Death Clutch. Brock was, the, Brock was um, oh man, but one of the, still the biggest supplement companies ever. Dometize. I use Dometize. Like that, and because of Brock, and you, really. get your, you get your steroids from Dometize too. Yeah, I always I'm always hoping for a tainted supplement. I still haven't got one. <laughs> That's all we want. All these fighters get tainted supplements, and what do we get? We don't get shit. Look how comfortable Frank looks. So the, the fight just restarted, and now the the you know they're beaten up on their uh, feet, and Frank just kind of got thrown. Oh, oh dude, oh, Frank's oh, injured, man. You know what? It, I think you're really true here, and you know what? We could probably Google and find out that. That it was. Uh, he would never say. Frank's that too too stubborn. He would man, never Frank's say. Frank's just he's coming forward, injured. throwing shoulder punches, like you know, 
not turning his body. Oh, oh jumping knee. Yeah, he just, hit, knee. he just hit Brock with a jumping knee while Brock was clinching him. Anyone else would have knocked him back. I think that was, uh, the, the angle that he got hit with looked better than it actually like connected with. Yeah. My memories of Brock Lesnar are really warped by watching these fights because I only I never pictured him making it out of the first round ever. But we've watched, we've just watched two fights now and we're deep into the second. Yeah, sometimes like you need to go back and rewatch fights because you kind of you dress them up in your mind as being these fantasies of excellent fights, and they are good fights all one sided. Like even when Gina Carano fought. Um, Ronda. Uh, oh, Cyborg. 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 Yeah, yeah. Th- that fight was like, that fight was competitive to an extent. It wasn't a one-sided beatdown that everyone, that fight always comes to mind because people like, at that stage, like, you know, oh, she got beat. Like, nah, man, go back and watch it. Like, it it wasn't as terrible as, like, it remembered. So Brock right now is on top in half guard. They're right up against the cage. Frank's not doing much at all. And Brock's just smashing away. Yeah. I want I, to hope that Frank's injured because... I'm just surprised at how much he let him... Look at that leg, man. Look at it. He's 100% injured. I think this is where they stopped yeah, the fight. Yeah, this is where they stopped the fight. These were so actually you can, legit you punches. Frank's back up against the cage with Brock Connor leaning in chest to chest on him and just throwing like uppercut punches into into Frank's face. And, and, and the there you go. Yeah. He just defended his I, title, I, I, man. I honestly think that Frank was... Um, that he was injured... Oh, that's right. I remember this. They, they had the hated words. each other. They hated each other. Brock Connor does a bit of a diva thing here, wrestling style. Look at him. He's crazy, man. He's absolutely He's starting crazy. to believe his own hype at this stage. Yeah, look at him. He's giving the double birds to the crowd. He's like, fuck you. I'm the champ. And he just beat, you know, arguably one of the best heavyweights. Yeah, I mean, good for him. I guess he got to, um, he got to, you know, win, get a win back. Not many fighters that close too, like you know what I mean. We're only talking two events. Was it two events? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They were back to back. UFC eighty seven, I think UFC, it was. Yep, eighty seven and ninety one. And then he fought. Yeah, so he fought uh, Frank at UFC eighty seven, and then rematched at UFC one hundred, which really wasn't that far apart. What a year! Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. UFC eighty one was sorry eighty one, not eighty seven. Eighty seven was Heath Herring, Herring. and yeah, ninety one yeah. was Randy Couture. But still not that far apart to get a rematch. Guys usually get rematches years down the track. This fight really transcended mixed martial arts into sort of main... Like, attempted to get into the mainstream sporting world. Just because of the coverage Brock has, right? 100%. And, you know, a lot of people quick to hang shit on Brock, but you've sort of got to thank him for bringing mixed martial arts into he, the new era. He, he, did, he, he did a lot of good for the sport, and he did a lot of bad for the sport. So the good was... He did put it in a lot of places that would never have been seen before. But the bad portion of it was, there was a lot of questions was, is this bullshit because Brock is a wrestler, right? Yeah, 100%. And, and, not, and to be honest, the good outweighed the bad, but the bad was there because it. was still there. It. It, was it was still, still there. there. Yeah. And I mean, this was supposed to be the fastest growing sport at the time, right? That was the big title. And that's what Dana, Uncle Dana always used to say it. And here we go. The title belt gets strapped on him. On that terrible Def Clutch t-shirt Oh, man, that's mad. It's so good. Look at all the skulls on it. <laughs> yeah, our mates at uh, Renegade Art Society, Mr. Pedro, would love that. Love all the skulls. You know mate. what? He just got the belt put around him. I like the old belt. I do. I love the old belt. The new belt's rubbish. It looks yeah. like a Power Rangers fucking it belt. Does. It's, just, it's just clean and gold, and I'm surprised that fits him. Are we going to listen to the interview? Are we? Nah, don't nah. worry about I it. I mean, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan had hair. Yeah, can't trust a hair, hairy can't Joe tru- Rogan. Can't trust a hairy Joe Rogan. Should make that into a t-shirt. Don't trust a hairy <laughs> Joe Rogan. So let's let's uh, let's sort of fast forward. That was two of the biggest fights in his career, and he had a third massive so fight. Let's give a timeline in the years. So here we are. That was two thousand and nine. Now we fast forward to two thousand and ten, where he fought Shane Carwin. Um, we're not gonna. Are we gonna watch that fight? The Shane Carwin fight. Yeah, yeah, we are. Right. Uh, but are we going to watch this first? All right, so... No, no, no we should do it in a timeline, all right? All right, we're watching the Lesnar-Carwin fight. Now, this was his toughest fight by mile. Yeah, this was this was the fight I'm like, no fuck. This is the fight I think that either me and Carwin got into a fight on Twitter afterwards. Please, please give us a backstory on that, please. Uh, I might have been after, because I was talking about the... This was the strange thing, right? I was talking about heavyweights to someone on Twitter... And I didn't even tag Carwin, and we were talking about the rankings of heavyweights. Carwin somehow found my tweet, because he must have been searching his own name, right? And then starts to respond to me, to ask that how I couldn't include him 
in the top five or top three heavyweights at the time. And I proceeded to tell him uh, what was wrong with him <laughs> and his fighting in a nice way. Coach Ash over here. No, but why not? The internet, the internet has made people with an opinion haters. I'm just yep. a person with an opinion. I'm not a hater. I rate Carwin as a fighter at that time. But when whatever whatever time I was talking about him... He, I think he was out with the injury. That's right. So I'm like, you can't count him. How can you count someone who's like, and not this, and this is the best part about being an MMA fan. You have that interaction with the fighters. You Earlier have, on, you know, I back in the day, you know, you don't get that in any other sport. And these guys are the deadliest people on the planet. But yet they'll talk to you. Yo, they talk. They definitely. <laughs> he, he seeked me out. I always love saying that because I don't think I tagged his name. He found me. Just, anyway, just to paint a picture of uh, the kind of guy Shane Carwin was. Now he had. 12 fights with two losses. Still worked a full-time job as an engineer. Trained part-time. And he was a full-blown steroid user. But that's a different story. Oh, his name got caught up on that steroid list that came out after this fight? Yep, he was dealing, apparently. That's probably was why... Was he? No, he, he wasn't dealing. All right, I just threw it in there. I just had to throw it in there. Trevor Whitman was his coach, too. Like, he came from a legitimate team. So, Shane Carlin was on a tear. So, he was on. He was 12-0, and 0, right, up until 2010. 2010, he was on 12-fight 12, 12 win streak, and they're all knockouts and finishes in the first round. He was super impressive. And let's... Here we he are. was a guy who came from a wrestling background who could throw... Bombs. Could throw bombs. Hurting bombs. Hurting bombs, that's now, right. Here we are, July 3rd, 2010, against Brock Lesnar. This is, Does Brock look bigger? Yeah, yeah, man. Look at those Trapasaurus, Trapasaurus Rex. Carwin's big too, man. Like, he's yeah, nah, massive. This, this, this was the birth. This was the era of the big heavyweight, yeah? So... You don't have to watch the fights that we've put on, but if you're going to watch any of the fights, you watch need to one. watch this one, okay? So this is UFC 116, Lesnar vs. Carl. I, 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 this was through the, my biggest days of UFC watching. I bought this card. I think I bought every card from UFC 101 to... Oh, man. Like, this is like probably UFC. the only time they actually yeah. wear the tape that matches their shorts. Oh, <laughs> shit. I never noticed like, that Red, red shorts, red tape. This is crazy. And, you know, surprisingly, Brock's wasn't... Brock wasn't scared to like stand for a bit, but soon as actually he, he waited really well because soon as um Carwin threw that overhand right, he dived right under it and tried to take him down. It was unsuccessful. And this was this did over one million pay per view buys as well. I, think, I don't think Brock ever did a pay per view that was under a, a, a million pay per view buys. Oh, his, Maybe, first, his first two UFC fights. Were, yeah, okay, but, but since he became that, the champion, well, Lesnar over him. That's a different story, but that's a different. Chapter. Yeah, I, you have to wait for another chapter yeah. for us to talk about that. I'd love to talk Here about that. Here we go. Here look we that, go. Look at, look at the punches Boom. he took. Boom. He nearly did that super turny turny thing that he did oh. with um, Cain Velasquez. Look, Shane Carwin's throwing everything at him. Like, this is. I remember being at home like, this is over, this is over, this is over. Oh my and God. Brock is running from him. Carwin's just from him. hammering down. Hammering. And these aren't like pitter patter shots. These are hard shots. Brock is in a fucking fetus position. And he's just now somehow just got to his, his back. And kicked Carwin out of his way with like these up kicks, but Carwin's moved to side control. How didn't they stop the fight? I don't get it. This is crazy. Mate, I, I remember going. I remember like screaming, and my mum's going, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The fight should have been stopped here. This was unreal." I'm like, "How can you let this go on?" The, the shit thing is, Brock's won fights by punches like this. Yeah, 100%. he just won the Frank Mir got the Frank Mir fight stopped because of those pitter patter punches and K one K one. Carwin's throwing bombs on him. Oh, this! Oh man, I, I hate watching this shit. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone get hit more, besides maybe Frankie Edgar, that didn't get a fight stop. Oh, 100%. And there's no like active guard recovery. There's no attempts to get to his side. There's nothing here. And Frank... Oh, sorry, Frank. Shane is just on top, just punching the shit out of him. Now he's stopped. He's sort of laying down, relaxing a bit. Yeah, but Shane, he's still in the Shane, dominant position, though. He's still so in the dominant we're like position. We're two and a half minutes into this first round... And Shane's taking some big breaths, right? And I think this is where the tide starts to kind of turn. He throws these short elbows. I do remember that. But, like, you can... Like, now Brock's actually getting punches up, right? But Brock, again, look at him. Doesn't know anything about grappling. He's flat on his back. He's not on his side. He's not on his hip. Like, he can't get up. Do you you know what he needed to do? He needed to punch him in the armpit. I reckon that would have have stopped (laughs) it. From the bottom. 100%. Look at this. Here we go. He's on top now. And again... Again, there's no active recovery here. There's nothing... He's not doing... He's explain shelling what, up now. Explain what again and again means. Just punches. Just smashing. Just smashing, man. These on. are hurting bombs. And I don't, I don't enjoy watching MMA when it's like this because it's just like... It's such 
unnecessary look violence. Say Shane Carwin's just stepped away and pretty much going to let look like he was going to let Brock up because he's just ta- he's taken some big breaths. Yeah, Brock doesn't know where he is right Th- now. This was the thing about the era of these massive heavyweights is how much cardio they forsake, like they let go because of um, how big they were. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's that's why the the era changed with Velasquez and guys like yeah, Steve Velasquez Bay and was DC. the changing of that. Velasquez was the changing of the guard. I, mean, I think he he was like two hundred pounds when he fought Brock. Yeah, Lesnar. it was a bit of a joke. Yeah, really. he could have made two hundred five. Like yeah, he could have probably made two hundred five. I don't know if it was that. He was t- just quick. Like in this era, was guys who had to make two sixty five cut to make two sixty five. So even Mark Hunt came through back into the through the UFC in this era and was cutting weight. Do you know? What, do you know what uh, Brock's walking around weight is? What is it? Two eighty six. That's 130 that kilos. 130 kilos. How tall is he? He's 6'2". Six, six foot... Three. Six, six foot three. three. Okay. 191 centimetres. Yeah, he's huge, He's just man. a killing machine. Have you ever seen him in person? Did nah. you ever go to any wrestling events and see him? He never, he never came to Australia, man. Ah, okay. Nah, never, never saw him. At, I've been to plenty of wrestling events, but none with So, like, just for the sake of the fight that we have on in the background here is, like, Carwin has gassed himself out at the four-minute mark. You, we have Brock up using his forehead to push Carwin against the cage and now slowly beat him up. And this is where the tires are turned. And this is where I'm sitting here back in 2000 and what year am I watching this? 2010? Am I watching this fight? Yeah, okay. And I'm going. I'm, I'm sitting on my mum's couch and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, how did that fight not get work. stopped? It doesn't work like this, surely. It, just, it, it doesn't. I mean, and again, our mate, our, your mate Brock makes it out of the first round. There we go. Look, he's gone for a takedown here. There yeah, we go. Nah. Now, we're getting to the second round now. Like, yeah, I, know, I remember this, like, Trevor Whitman comes out, and it's just like, the, and I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know what? Full respect to Brock Lesnar. You know, most men wouldn't make it out to the second, and... Look at this. This is the... For the oh. We're just watching the highlight of the first round. We're actually, like... Actually, Carwin's punches missed, missed him all. Like, he just threw this kind of left-hand, right, uppercut combination, but then he dropped elbows on... on Lesnar, why he was on top of him, and they still didn't stop it. Look at Brock, man. His face is fucked up. Yeah, Brock knows how gassed um, Carwin is. Here we go. Ooh. I remember this, and I remember just being stunned at what's about to happen. So we're in the second round. They're both standing in the middle of a cage here. And if you haven't seen it, like, like Dom said, you need to watch this fight. It's super interesting. Like, it's not even, like, a super exciting fight, but it's just an, it's just an interesting fight for Brock Lesnar. Meat versus meat. If you're a vegan, you probably won't enjoy it as much, but the meatheads in this fight is just fucking crazy. Yeah, but the thing was, uh, K1... K1... Why do I keep calling K1? <laughs> he... Kano, oh, Shane was an engineer. He wasn't a meathead. Look at the size of him. He's Yeah, all right. He's, size-wise, he's a meathead, I guess. Look at like the back rolls on your neck. That's when you know they're on juice, man. They got like the rolls. <laughs> like like they got Carwin's no. Carwin's head fa- chest looks so big. Oh, that was the worst takedown ever. I think I hit a better takedown on you today in training today. <laughs> my, my takedowns are terrible. Here we go. So Brock's on top in half guard. Got the forearm across the face, looking Shane's for a switch on base. His side like kind of. He's just not, even got survived. locked in. He's he hasn't even got locked in. Shane's just like fuck this. I wish I'd done more treadmill work. How does he not even try to tempt for a Kimura here? Like, he's, like, Brock's got the underhook from the top and is using his free hand to, like, drop these tiny punches on his face. Look, a bit of a cross face here from Brock. Mate, I think he's using your pass. He's going to switch his hips here and try to pull hey, his leg is, out the middle. I should have copyrighted the into, pass. um Carwin's side control. There you go. Armpit. He went for the armpit there. I'm calling it. That was an armpit shot. That ended the, the fight. Fight's over, the, dude. Fight's <laughs> over. There we go Brock, again. He's Brock in for the armpit. armpit shot. That's it. Most underutilized tool in MMA, the armpit shot. I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll try it next time I'm sparring. Hey, see his logo, that Jimmy John's. That was a sandwich shop. I had no idea. You know, that's on his WWE shorts as it's well. On his thing. Oh wow! So, oh, Brock head arm choke. The head, head arm, arm choke. choke. He went. That was really good, actually. Because Shane Brock went from being in Shane Carwin's uh, half guard to attempting to mount him to jumping fully over him, and then he locks up this arm triangle. Now I remember how much he struggles getting this arm triangle. It's like a mud and pie Shane grip Carlin he's got. Should be fucking answering the phone right now, but he's yeah. just like hanging out because I don't think he thought that Brock was gonna get it right, Here or he go. was just that gas. Oh look at that! Yeah, the tap, and it's all over. And it's all over. That was Brock's toughest and Bro- fight, man. and Brock's myth and like legendary status in MMA. I say that very lightly. Continues to grow. 
I mean, this is where I'm like, can I keep denying him? Like, you can't. You can't. You can't. After 100%. this fight, I was like, whoa. I mean, like, like I guess I'm guessing he beat Shane Carwin. Like, this was out of everyone. If I had to think about legitimacy because of where Shane Carwin was at the time, like he was the guy to beat Brock. He was billed as the guy that was yeah. going to take his title. Twelve. First round Velasquez, finishes in a row. But, but, like, I don't know what if I remember if I thought that he was going, Velasquez was going to beat him. He wasn't up there at the time, Velasquez. He wasn't a contender. He's a little Mexican guy, too. Yeah, 100%. And look at that tap. Oh, just... You know what? That, that one's not even a head and arm choke. That's just like a neck squeeze. It wasn't a full like lock. Like He wasn't grabbing his bicep. He sort More of had like, like a, a mud. He had a mud pie grip and was just pulling and pulling and pulling. These lats were so big, man. Just so big. And here we go. Still. And, and still, still. And, and still. still. This is crazy. Like, you know, going back and actually having a look at these, like I haven't seen in so long, and being able to watch them with fresh eyes, it's kind of like, how did this guy, besides his status outside of the USC and MMA, like, how, how did he legitimately rise? Like, I mean, he's barely beating these guys. It'll, it'll never happen again. We'll, for MMA, this sort of circus won't ever happen again. It, you, can, you can't... Look at the the skill level fighters now, and possibly think it happened some... again. Fucking who? Uh, what's his name? Fought in boxing. Who? Floyd. Floyd. No. Floyd and McGregor. McGregor fought in boxing. Yeah, but that's that, boxing. That's the, yeah, but it's the same shit though. Hey, the UFC wanted uh, that boxing fight in the UFC. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll happen in MMA again. I don't think we'll have a, a big star come into any, MMA. Are there even any wrestlers that you could say that could come across legitimately, like WWE wrestlers? Yeah, there's. A guy called Jack Hager, who was a world heavyweight champion in WWE, he's fighting in Bellator. He's 2-0 and in Bellator. Really? Sub, I've never sub, heard of him. Subbing guys out. He's doing pretty well. There, there aren't many, because the money in WWE is just phenomenal now. Like, Brock Lesnar now, like, if you want to, let's break it down. So, in a fight, he'd probably get a million bucks for a fight. Oh, at least. For a fight, at least. Every time Brock Lesnar shows and up a to... a pay-per-view cut. And the cut, Yeah. Every time Brock Lesnar shows up to a WWE pay-per-view, he gets half a million dollars, 500000 Every time he shows up to a taping of Raw or SmackDown, he gets $100,000. So does if he, he still turn up to these events? Sometimes he does. Is so if, Paul Heyman? That's his Paul name. Heyman's his manager. So if he rocks up to four Raws, right, in, in the month, and then rocks up to the pay-per-view at the end of the in month. In a month? Yeah, four Raws in a month, and he rocks up to the pay-per-view at the end of the, year, end of the month, sorry, that's a million bucks in a month. He does that for 12 months a year. He's never coming back to fighting, man. He's never coming back. Hey, man, he kept coming back, though. Well. And he wasn't in the cage with DC that long ago. That was last year. It was last year, but there was a bit of, a bit of back I, behind I, the I, scenes. You yeah, know, money yeah. talks, yeah? So he, the money that the UFC were going to offer him in comparison to the money that he would have gotten from WWE, there's no way he's coming back, man. There's no way he's coming back. He doesn't anymore. need to come back. We don't need him. So that was 2010. Shortly after that fight, uh, Brock fought Cain Velasquez, in which he was TKO'd in the... Very first round. So if you've seen that uh, that ultimate gif of him dancing around in circles... We should repost that. Yeah, we should repost we'll, that. We'll find it. So we would it. definitely watch this fight, but there'll be a chapter on um, Cain Velasquez. Velasquez. So we'll watch that as a part of, you know, but, his thing. So and after, the Overeem fight. Absolutely. So after after this point in time, after he lost the title to Cain Velasquez... Uh, 2010? 2000, oh, 2010, yeah. So Brock sort of took like a mini hiatus. He didn't really want to do MMA and he didn't want to do wrestling. But... He worked on that farm? He, in uh, Saskatchewan in Canada. <laughs> okay. With his wife Sable, who's also a WWE wrestler. Had popped out four kids. Just bang, bang, bang. Straight out. Just powerbombed them all. Power, <laughs> F5. That's his move. The oh, F5. okay. Is it? The best. Suplex City? Is that his Yeah, team? that's him too. Man, he's the best. He's so good at wrestling. I don't know why he left. He shouldn't have left. Not that great at MMA. So between in two thousand between two thousand ten and two thousand twelve, he's sort of up in the air about what he wanted to do. And I think the game of MMA so, uh, slowly passed him. The heavyweight division didn't pass him, but I think the actual the marketing, the the amount of fights that were happening each year, sort of passed him. And uh, in April two thousand and twelve, he made his return back to WWE. Against the number one guy in promotion at the time. So we're gonna we're gonna watch this clip here on. YouTube. Ash has never watched this. He never watches wrestling because he's a loser. I, I watched uh, the wrestling through the Attitude Era. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, is yeah. that a real thing? Yeah, but you gotta so watch the, the shit now. And, and the PG the, and, era and the, and the Rock. I even used I used to have wrestling T-shirts. I still buy them to resell. So oh. if anyone's got any wrestling T-shirts, they hit me up. Love a good wrestling tee. Yeah, crank the volume up with this one. This all is right, the best, right, man. Let's, let's see. This. So I'm gonna react and like I don't know what's happening. All I see is John Cena 
in the, in a ring. So I'll paint a picture. So John Cena's in the ring and he's basically said, I've beaten everyone. I've done it all. I don't need to win a title anymore. There's no one here. There's no one behind the curtain. So he's addressing the crowd, he's right? He's addressing the crowd saying, there's no one that can fuck with this. He, he couldn't say fuck with this because it's PG era. But that's exactly what he's just said. And then boom. We play it. Now, Brock Lesnar's music just hit, and the crowd are going bananas. Wait for this. Wait. All the middle-aged men in the crowd just going spastic right now. Wow. And they're playing his old Titan theme song. He still Look looks good. That. He still looks good. He's still juicing hard. Everyone's going mental right now. Look at him. He's huge. Everyone, oh, guys, my, look at the grown men. In the this grown crowd. men are kissing each other. They're like, we've just won the Tatsuloto. And Brock is back, man. Would anyone have ever thought that he'd come out to fight John Cena? Nah, nah, no chance. And this was between 2012 and, say, 2016, the WWE was sort of on the decline. Like, they didn't have a big star. Brock coming back sort of brought it right back up. But that's, to their detriment, though. That's, I think, where the U, the UFC and the WWE both, uh, like, benefited from Brock being that cross-promotion. Yeah. They both needed him, it sounds like, right? 100%. And you've got to look at it, too. The WWE is the pinnacle of wrestling in the world, right? Yeah. To have him come back and to be the number one guy literally put them back on the map. Put them back in the multi-million dollar status because they're they're a public company now. They're not private anymore. Oh, they're a public company, so they need to be paid, man. They need to keep those. Uh, Look at these guys, happening. man. Oh these forty-year-old men just so getting. For everyone it. who can't see again, Brock's just been dancing in front of uh, the top of the ramp where you walk down to the ring, and now he's he entering the ring. It looks like and John Cena's and like fuck this John guy. Cena. John Cena's just like, Are we going to see this happen right now? Nah, I don't think they do because Brock doesn't like getting touched. But it was funny. He had, a, he had a number of feuds before he got the title back. He had a feud with John Cena. He had a feud with Triple H. Oh, so he gets the title back, what, in wrestling? Yeah, 100%. Now, I'm going to say something controversial. Can you tell me, just before you do, so this is this is April 2nd, 2012. Where does this fit in in his fight timeline? Dom's got his it. His MMA thing. fight timeline. Yeah. So he fights, ooh, in 2011... Against Alistair Overeem. Right. So he so he fought Alistair Overeem. He lost in that fight. That was a big, big fight. It was New Year's Eve main event card. So then he comes back to wrestling after this. This yeah. is what we're watching now, yeah? 100%. Look at him. Look at the size of him. He actually looks cleaner. Like now, his face looks clearer. He doesn't look like he's on as many roids. as doesn't look like as many people. No, nah, he's on all the roids now. No, nah, actually, no. Look at this. Here we go. F5 time. F5. So he's just picked up John Cena in the cage, in the ring. Here we go. Oh, my God. Boom. How did John, John Cena even let him do that? Man, he's Brock Lesnar, man. He's probably like 350 kilos there. Just threw him around like a sack of shit. Oh, look at this. There's this one fan watching on the side of the cage in the same T-shirt that John Cena's wearing now, laying like dead on the ground because fucking Brock Lesnar just F5'd him. Whatever. And then there's this poor guy sitting here, look between his legs, just watching like Brock Lesnar just killed his mum. Look at him. And you know what's funny? No one can beat him. No one's beating him, man. So Gold. no one's beating him. There's in only him. one man who beat him. That should have bring out Alistair. John no, Cena no, should have no, bring no, out no. Alistair. No, your mate Goldberg beat him. Really? Goldberg came back at 50 and speared the shit out of him at Survivor WCW. Series. Yeah, man. It was... Insane. I can't believe we're talking about wrestling. It's the the best. I mean, it fits with the Brock story. You have to talk about it. You have to address it. Well, you've got to think about it, right? He was a UFC champion and he was a WWE champion. And I would argue that the WWE title is the most prestigious title in all of the planet. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. You hear me out? You think about it, right? UFC title, you've got to fight and you earn it. Yeah? Dana doesn't pick who the champion is. So whoever's got the UFC title, it's sort of the company lies on their shoulders. For the WWE title, right, whoever gets it, Vince puts that belt on you. Vince McMahon. If you get the WWE title, you're it. You are the face of the company. You're selling all the pay-per-views. You're filling all, all the arenas. You're selling all the merch. For you to get the WWE title means you are the top. You are the best in the world. You are it. So Brock at this point had lost his last two fights being Cain Velasquez and Alistair Overeem, right? Yeah. So he comes back to wrestling. We see him just like dismantle John Cena by picking him up over his shoulders and throwing him over. Yep. Like, so where what what happened in wrestling at this point? Because he wasn't fighting. When was his next fight? His next fight was against Mark Hunt. 
Yeah, but how long? That was like well after 2016. 2016, that was five years later. So between the loss from Alistair Overeem, right, to where he got hit with body punches and uh, I think he got folded with a, a kick a kick to the liver or a punch to the liver yep. in the second round and kind of folded over. Um, that's the most famous probably weigh-in I've ever seen where they're both in the double gun pose. Yeah. When Alistair's... Oh. Like, they're both just like... Uberine. Uberine, yes. That's that's when horse meat was like tainted everywhere. But put it this way. Brock Lesnar is the biggest star, combat sports star in the planet. Um, I don't know about combat sports. Maybe not combat sports, Let's but... Not, if you don't include boxing because his box is probably bigger. But you know what? Probably out of... Probably the most recognised... Wrestler slash MMA fighter ever? Probably, yeah. He's probably the most famous wrestler ever. Probably just as famous as The Rock. And The Rock is was... you famous in The Rock? The thing See, that's like... hard for me because I grew up through that UFC, uh, that, that WWE, uh, WWF, sorry, yeah. attitude era where The Rock was the face and Stone Cold, I guess. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Rock was good because of Stone Cold, because of Triple H, because of Mick Foley, because of The Undertaker, right? Mick Foley. Brock yeah. Lesnar. The biggest star in wrestling he with was no one around himself. him. Yeah, that's with true. no one that's around true. him. Yeah, and as a wrestling fan, right, as, sh- as shameful as it is, you got to pay respect where it's due. He you is know, the star. I, I, I write him off as an MMA fighter, but I don't, I don't doubt what he bring to MMA. It's just a crazy to think that a guy had nine fights, won the title, defended the title, then had two of the biggest. Pay-per-views Actually, of if, all you, time. if you go back over his record, he didn't kind of fight bums in the UFC either. I mean, the heavyweight divisions were way too shallow for even there to be bums. Yeah. But so what? It, it, he fought Frank Mir, then he fought Randy Couture, Heath Herring, then yep. he fought Randy Couture, then he fought Frank Mir, and then he fought Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin. Then he fought Cain Velasquez. I'm, yeah, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Thank you, Dom. Cain Velasquez. Then he fought Alistair Overeem, and then he fought Mark, Mark Hunt. All champions within. MMA, within kickboxing, within yeah. wrestling. All champions, man. They're all good. The only shit cunt is Minsu Kim, but he was a judo guy. Don't yeah, but I mean, shit. like, you know, yeah. You have to start your first fight somewhere, right? But he had yeah, he had legitimate fights. And I like looking back at his career, as much as I like didn't think, I couldn't believe watching these fights and how much he couldn't grapple, how much he couldn't even hold a base. But he found a way to win. He did. He did. And he... And you, can, well. and you can nearly make an argument too, like if you want to hate on him, that the times he won, the competitor kind of gave gave it up more than maybe the Randy Couture. He clean, he cleanly finished the Frank Mir fight. The second Frank Mir fight, something was definitely wrong with Frank. He was injured in some way. Yeah, you could tell. Hundred percent. And then you've got the Shane Carlin. Shane Carlin gassed himself out. If you want to say that, you know. But I guess but Brock took advantage of all of those. So maybe I'm the wrong one. You know what I mean? So the big question I'm going to ask you is. Do we see him back in MMA? Does he ever put the gloves back on and get back in the cage? As much as I don't want to see him, I would like to see him. Just for the spectacle now. Just because now I don't don't follow MMA. I don't care about the following of MMA like I used to. It's purely an entertainment-based thing for me. And the spectacle of seeing Brock come in there and how funny it would be, I want to see him back. And I might even contradict myself in the last hour or how long we've been talking about now thinking about it, I would like to see him back. Okay, and if you were to put him in, say let's. Fi- I want to see him fi- still fight Fedor. That okay, so be- that would be your fight. That would be your fight. Yeah, do you know Fedor? they were supposed to fight Fedor at during his prime, Brock's prime, and that fight was going to have a Dallas Cowboy Stadium, which That's I right. think is the biggest. Dana flew to Russia. Yeah, with, with Lorenzo they tried and all those guys. Everything, every they begged them to make that fight happen because they were going to do that fight in Dallas Cowboy Stadium, which I think is like one of the biggest arenas in all of America, if not the biggest. Uh, arena don't quote me on that but I knew that it held a fuckload of people right I think and they were gonna do this huge huge card and then and at that time yeah Brock was gonna fight Fatal I mean it would've been a laugh because Fatal would've killed him Fatal would've killed him like legitimately would've killed him 100% and he probably wouldn't that fight might not even lasted 3 seconds I think Fatal would've hit him with a looping overhand right so quickly that Brock would've been laid out yeah well that's uh, that's chapter one, my friend. That's that's chapter one. We could go on this forever, but don't like go back if you want. I know maybe it wasn't the most exciting while sometimes watching the fights, but it was just interesting for us to relive this stuff live on a podcast for you. We did watch uh, for anyone who wants to know, and we'll leave links. We watched Brock Lesnar Randy to a UFC ninety one. We watched Brock Lesnar Frank Mir to UFC one hundred, and we watched 
the UFC main event, Lesnar versus Carwin. What event was that at, Dom? That was UFC 100. UFC. No, no it, it wasn't. wasn't. Sorry, UFC 116. 116. And just put Brock Lesnar WWE and there's hours and hours of content free on YouTube on that you YouTube. can watch. We watched the clip, there's a full, clip from there's a full, 2012. There's a full match against Goldberg that you're going to watch after that we're done with this podcast. Is that what? Do you think that uh, Mark Hunt used that as training material for his fights? <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about Mark. No, Hunt. can we just? Hey, let's just quickly mention this. All the time we thought that he was juicing, all of a sudden he comes out of the uh, testing pool. He's away for how many years? Between his last five, five years, five years, he's supposed to be in a testing pool for how long? Is oh, it eighteen months? Eighteen months. Yep. He comes back in uh, very quickly. It was a matter of months, I think it, it was. was. Like, yeah, it was. Or 60 days yeah, or something. Yeah, something crazy like that. And that really somehow quick. he's sanctioned to fight. He fights um, Mark Hunt. He smothers Mark Hunt for pretty much three rounds, like blankets yep. him. And then it comes out that he tests positive and um, Mark Hunt had done everything he could to try and get some money and... Massive lawsuit, and I think it's done. But we're going to cover that, I think. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, cover we'll that. do some research. There, there, there'll be a Mark Hunt episode at some point. 100%. But. So we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you want, send us your favorite Brock Lesnar moment in our comment section below. Yeah, please send us your favorite Brock Lesnar moment. Like, share, and subscribe. If you want to educate your non-MMA friends about MMA, get them to listen to this. Have a, have a laugh. Enjoy the fights with us. And if you have any ideas for fighters or themes that you want to see in later chapters, we have a fairly good idea where we're heading. Put it down in a comment somewhere. Send it to us and you know maybe we'll humor you and give you an episode. And for all you guys listening now, don't stress. We will cover Fatal. Okay? Fatal will get his own episode. Yes. Thanks, guys.